You know I like Jason Statham movies. You know this. I've said it before. I've watched a few of them. I've podcasted about a few of them. And one of the reasons why I like that is because... I like them is because you know what you're going to get. It's pretty simple. It's easy to understand. You can do other things while you watch it. It's entertaining in a kind of fighting... Oh, ah, oh, oh, ee, oh, ah, oh, ow way. And sometimes that's what you want. Now... Having said that, also, generally, they make money. And um, Jason Statham, generally, is pretty clear about, well, some will make money and some won't. But generally, they have made money. Not this one, though. Now, this one is 2015's Wildcard, which is... um, which made back, should I say, $6.7 million. Wouldn't be a problem if it hadn't been for the plot of the, um, the budget, should I say, being $30 million. And it's almost as if, with this movie, Wild Card, 2015, the producers have said, well, let's see if we can get um, a simple plot, even simpler. How simple do you think we can get it? Well... There needs to be two strands, really. Yeah. Apart from that, what else can we do? Can we get it simpler? Yeah. Um, and then, when we've done that, to make it as simple as possible, and so simple that, really, you, you can't get lost in it at all, let's get William Goldman to write it. William Goldman! The writer of All the President's Men. The writer of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. The writer of so much more. The writer of Adventures in the Screen Trade. His his book on Adventures in the Screen Trade. His book, What Lie Did I Tell? William Goldman wrote it. I didn't know that until I did a bit of research. Well, I looked at Wikipedia and his name was there. I wouldn't have known that watching this movie. Let me just tell you. I mean, actually, you know, the the, the, the thing is... The dialogue is not egregious. The dialogue is exactly what it should be. It it scoots by. You don't think, oh, that's really good lines. But you don't get one of the lines. Which film was it that I watched? The Jason Statham movie where it said, he's smart. He's smart as a little boy's shoes. Was that Revolver? Is it that one? A rock, rock and roller? Anyway, you don't get any kind of lines that jump out. And that's part of the beauty of William Goldman. But William Goldman goodness sake if you're going to have a plot that is so simple anybody can understand it or you know most people can understand it, it, it it's it's you can do other things I mean you could probably dismantle a bomb while you're watching this movie and not get sucked into the movie and not be able to concentrate on the bomb it's quite easy and then get William Goldman to do it you know that's like saying Let's get a piece of plastic. I want to make a plastic spoon. And let's get Fabergé to do it. Anyway, here's the plot. Yeah, it's extraordinary. Anyway, here's the plot. Um, Jason Statham plays Nick Wilde, who's a recovering gambling addict. However, what he doesn't do... You know when you're an addict and you want to recover, you take yourselves away, for instance, with drug addiction. You move to a place where there are no known dealers. Certainly none of the dealers you normally would use. 
So you'd take yourself away, maybe to the Orkneys or something like that. You know, so that he's stayed in Las Vegas, takes on jobs in Las Vegas. Jason Alexander is one of the people who gives him the jobs. You know, he's in here playing one of the characters. He ain't one scene, he plays Pinky. So you know he's not really going to be in it much, and he's not. But um, he, he takes one of the jobs, which is a gentleman who uh, has heard about this this guy called Cyrus Kinnick. He wants to he wants him to show him around Vegas and show him the sights, and also make sure that he doesn't get knocked on the head when he gambles and all his money taken, all his chips taken. But as Jason Statham's character, Mr. West, Mr. Wild, should I say, Wild Card. Points I wouldn't wouldn't be West Card, would it, Steve? No, that's why I'm not William Goldman, and he is. So, the as he says later on, you're not really going to get beaten up in a casino, and when you get out of the casino, there are these yellow things called taxis, and you can go home in those. Good lines, William Goldman. Anyway, he accepts the job, but then he gets a call from. Uh, a friend of his, who I think he had a bit of a liaison with, Holly, I think she's called, who is an escort, but has been, um, she says, um, and, and this seems to be the case, I'm not saying this is not the case, um, she has been raped by um, a group of men who have lured her to her, or she, well, she, she was on a job because she's an escort, but they roughed her up and raped her. Certainly one of them did. And um, she wants Nick to go and find this man, which he does. Now, there is a scene while she's talking to him on the phone. And he says, I can't really go any further. I think he says this because the bloke who who did this is a a low-level mafia boss, kind of. A gangster, you know, called Nick, called Danny DeMarco. And um, she then talks about how he really humiliated her and did terrible things to her, including putting a gun inside her, which is horrible. And at the, at the moment, I mean, the script is battened down here, and that's to its credit. But while she's talking, she's doing talking to him on the phone, she's doing needlepoint, embroidery. And while we're talking about, while she's talking about him putting the gun inside her, which is a terrible situation, awful. There's a close-up of a needle going through the, the material. We don't need that. Anyway, he finds Nick DeMarco, beats loads of people up. There are three of them left standing or sitting, tied up. Nick's one of them, not Nick, Danny. What do I want to call him Nick DeMarco? It's Nick's the main character, Danny. And she... Um, she humiliates him and makes a cut in the end of his dodger, his his twig, that's in the twig and berries, um, with a pair of shears, it looks like. And she's, it seems happy with that. We don't hear much about her character after that. Then, um, the next bit of plot, and this is only the second bit of plot really, is about him... Nick needing $500,000 to start a new life, I suppose. And he goes on a winning streak, decides to go on a winning streak. Well, you know, decides to bet and goes on a winning streak. You don't decide to go on a winning streak. You think you're going to, don't you? You always do. That's the basis of it. 
And let me say right now that gambling addiction is a terrible thing. And actually, this movie doesn't glorify it. Why? Because he wins $500,000. And he's going to the pay window to cash his chips in. And he has an attack, a sort of anxiety attack, and needs to go and play blackjack and put it all on blackjack and loses it all. It is actually a really good moment, and William Goldman. So it does really show, I mean, not the only, of course not, but but part of the appalling addiction of gambling. So there's that. Then there's um, Cyrus, who he's become a friend with, who says, who then reveals that he's a self-made millionaire, and he wants to give... Um, Nick money so that he will kind of become a big man like you know he, he, he looks up to Nick and he wants to become a man like him you know uh, he turns that down and then um, he's taken Nick to see the big crime boss Baby now it looks to me like Baby and I just need to check that out he's, yes he is he's played by Stanley Tucci in, it looks like not a great wig. It might be his own hair, but I don't think it is. It's a bit of a kind of comb over. Anyway, the great thing about about Baby is, and while I'm talking about this, it's getting it's better than I than I thought it was. The great thing about Baby is that he's got Danny DeMarco there, and Danny's making things up. Fifty thousand dollars have gone missing from I think Danny's um, apartment. I think it was Baby's money. Danny blames Nick Wilde and says. You know, he beat me up. He then, he killed a lot of my men. He then took the money. And Nick says, well, you know, you don't know anything about me. I was, you know, it, it happened differently. And how do I know? He's got a nick in the end of his, Nick talks about a nick, in the end of his old man, twig, and berries, todger, whatever you want to call it, penis, if you like. And uh, which was made by my friend Holly with a pair of shears. Now, at no point does Baby say, well, let's have a look. Get your kecks off. Let's have a look and see if that's the case. Yes, he has. And I believe the story. He sort of believes it on on faith alone, really. It's a... It's a... It's a... A, a bit odd. It's a bit strange. I mean, you just ask him to take his pants down. But... Oh, I suppose... I suppose it's... He refuses to take them down, so he's shown that he's taking the, the mickey. I suppose. I suppose. I don't just remember that, actually. I didn't think he... I didn't think he did ask him. He does ask him. You're right, he does ask him. And I suppose he's... No, oh, I'm not going to take my pants down. However, there's still the matter of $50,000. And I don't know if that's enough to believe, Nick, but apparently it is. Then Danny DeMarco, who feels who's, you know, humiliated, obviously, um, wants to try and track Nick down, and goes to the diner. It's not yet difficult to find him. He's always at the same diner, getting grapefruit juice, which consists of, it looks like, hot water and a grapefruit. So he's paying for this, but actually, there's no labour going into it, apart from cutting the grapefruit up, because he is squeezing his own grapefruit. It sounds like a euphemism. It's not. He actually is squeezing his own grapefruit. Anyway, in come the men from Danny DeMarco. 
Um, Cyrus finally mans up because he's been a bit sort of, you know, he's been a bit sort of um, scared of his own shadow and sings loudly, it's Oh Sweet Mystery of Life. Uh, finally, I found you, whatever it's called. That. And um, distracts them because obviously they're thinking, what is this? And why are you singing that song? Why are you singing something from, I don't know, Drake or Ice Cube or someone like that? Why are you singing this? Or, I don't know, Beyonce. Whilst they're thinking, what's he doing? Jason Statham's character gets out of there, hides, it looks like on a ledge, and they can't, don't even look up. Maybe he's on the ledge there. I can't see him, can you? Well, there's a ledge sticking out. Do you think he's there? Don't be silly. Let's run in all different directions. And then he takes um, a $500,000 check, which Cyrus had said he could have, uh, and a plane ticket to Corsica, which is where Nick has said he wanted to go. And then he goes. That's it. Now, thinking about it, recounting it, it's not as bad as I thought it was. But it ain't good. I mean, there's one point where um, <laughs> Cyrus says to um, to Nick, well, you know, you don't seem very excited seeing as you've just won $500,000. And Jason, I thought, well, Jason's saying that doesn't do excited, does he? It's one of those... And I'm not denigrating his work because it's a certain thing and it's very successful. And he seems like a very balanced bloke. But, you know, he doesn't... He's not well known for his comedy and he's not well known for getting overexcited, is he? There's also a moment where... um, And it's quite egregious, this. There's a big fight. Later on, by the way, the final fight with Danny DeMarco, who he... who he stabs through the throat with some implements from the cafe. A spork, it could have been. I don't know. He didn't smack him over the head with a tray or anything. I don't... Nothing like that. Anyway, one of the fights has got White Christmas. I mean, earlier on he turns up with a Santa hat on and when he first goes to see Danny DeMarco. So that's a bit of a, bit of, bit of a gag. But um, White Christmas. While a, quite a violent fight is going on. It's stylish, the fighting. But then that's always the case with Jason Statham. He does it really well. But this movie ain't good. I mean... As I say, you could you could you you could diffuse a bomb while you're watching it. There's not much in it. William Goldman, William Goldman, and and the lines. Some of the lines are pretty good. And thinking about it again, yeah, they are actually maybe a cut above. But maybe I'm saying that because now I know it's William Goldman. Have a look at this if you want something that's very easy. And um, the thing is, it's not a wild card at all. Ta ta.